0: what happened is that we got out of our comfort zone. Things were heading towards some kind of burst of a bubble for a few years already. We of course
1: couldn't imagine that it would be a health. I think the world will take some time to to, to go back to normal from what you can read. Uh, It's two years from now. Uh, and so we we need to adapt and uh, we're adapting for example in our factory with different shapes it's it's a pain but we we have to do it and uh, we want to be resilient so we're making everything uh, in the proper way for for that.
2: This is DigiTalk the podcast. In the next few episodes you will hear conversations with five digital visionaries. They will talk about the big ideas and technology trends that will shape the way we live and do business in the next few years. Hello everyone, this is DigiTalk, the podcast, and I am your host, Iwan Zaprianov. In this episode, you will hear two conversations with VCs and entrepreneurs about the state of the startup ecosystem post-COVID, recorded live at the DigiTalk event. First up, the managing partner of v Venture Partners, Max Gurwitz. Basically, what happened with... With the VC sector, with the world in 2020, and what what's your view on, on this? Were there any positives out of this? Right.
0: Oh, look, what happened this year, you know, it's um, it's something we've been waiting for, right? What happened is that we got out of our comfort zone. Uh, things were heading towards some kind of burst of a bubble. For a few years already, we, of course, couldn't imagine that it would be a um, health or natural phenomenon, if you yeah. want, right? Uh, so, what happened is that a lot of the excess capacity, a lot of the unnecessary, perhaps, spending or activities have been stopped to a point where even a lot of the necessary ones are, aren't are really working. Yeah. Um, I like to think of it as dramatic as it is. And, you know, you always have to make the disclaimer because there are people who are sick. Unfortunately, there are people yeah, dying. Absolutely. But if we, you know, if we zoom out a little bit, even some of the biggest tragedies that befell our world, you know, uh, uh, the Holocaust. Second World War, right? Those things, um, most people survive them. You know, It sounds very, very rude perhaps, but most people will live and will inevitably prosper again, right? So uh, I'm not a fan of seeing it as a very dramatic thing. Um, I have a lot of friends who ask me, you know, my life changed a lot this year, right? I usually spend about a third of my time in California, a third of my time in Bulgaria, a third of my time everywhere else, really. Uh, so, I've gone from not doing any of that and being here and being very happy about it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's, a temporary, uh, it's a temporary situation for a few years. Obviously, it's not very short, um, during which we will normalize a big part of our economy, including in the venture field, for sure in the venture field. And we will, uh, as after every crisis, we'll, we will get out much stronger and, and things will go much faster and much better afterwards.
2: Mm-hmm. So, it's good. So, some people, uh, particularly from the VC industry, say that investments weren't that affected like, during this time. Yeah. So what's your view on that?
0: I think it's too early to say, right? In venture capital, we work with very long cycles. Um, This fund that I'm launching right now, which we're celebrating with you this week as well, it took me three years to do it, right? Mm So what you're seeing right now, a lot of funds are doing deals now because the money they're investing was raised last year or even two years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Whether that will continue, um, we don't know. Some people are pessimistic and they will say that there will be a huge slump, maybe, probably actually, but it will happen next year or the year after, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's too early to say. I think right now, it's like um, musical chairs dance, right? Uh, everybody's trying to grab seats before before we run out of chairs. So yeah, it's but the same in as in real estate.
2: Investment in companies, not just raising capital, but in terms of uh, finding new opportunities. I think.
0: Well, I think what happened is that uh, with the VC community, we have this like spreadsheet where all, every fund puts the, you know how, how it changed for them, and most of them say that nothing has changed. We uh, in reality, I think that's slowing down. Yeah, because mm. also people are becoming more careful. You see, the funds that we have in Bulgaria, like my fund we are a government mandate, right? We actually have to invest more in times of crisis, right? This yeah, is literally what they told that's us. That's your mandate. Yeah. That they gave us more money, right? Like, uh, this is the whole thing. When it's private money, it's different, right? When it's private money, people become much more careful with investing mm. because, uh, you know, if if it's economically hard times, you might need the money for more important things.
2: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, what happens next, in your opinion? 2021, 22? It's
0: hard to predict, right? I think the, the big... The big question right now is how long the situation will last. Again, I have no doubt that we will come out much stronger. Um, when it comes, to, when in terms of startups and especially startups in Bulgaria, I see a couple of very important normalizing movements that will happen in the next uh, year, two years, perhaps. Valuations—they're extremely high in Bulgaria, right? Like uh, the previous. And this was something that we always knew would happen, but it really happened now. Uh, most startups that have gotten investments before from local angel investors or local funds, uh, I'm myself guilty of this, right? I'm not blaming other people. We, we did this, all of us. Uh, there was just more money than there was good companies here and uh, valuations are very high. Uh, I see constantly, I'm analyzing deal flow now, almost every local company, especially the one that had local investors before, is coming to us You know, with uh, revenue multiples of Twenty, thirty, And when you tell them, like, they're, even in the best software businesses cannot have such a revenue multiple, they're like, yeah, no, but we raised, you know, we had only an idea and we got a 2 million valuation. Now we have a little more than an idea. We were 5 million euros, right? So those things will change, right? Valuations will go down. What I'm also seeing, and I, I tried to mention this on the panel. I don't know if it was very un- understood, but I see, a, you know, there's a big opportunity to take unprofitable growth-only models, especially internet businesses, to take them back into local hands and make them more sustainable. Mm-hmm. So I think that, uh, you know, in Bulgaria, when you look at the the entire economy, not just venture, there is this tendency to always criticize the fact that foreign investors are getting out and that local interests are taking over. I think in venture, it's going to be a good thing because all these foreign investors, they, they just dress up and pump up and they want they to sell. Leave. And yeah. they leave, right? You know, if you look at the market of, you know, very fast-growing uh, internet services like ride-sharing or uh, scooter rental, right? We're not going to name companies. But you know whom I mean. Uh, these guys, they just they throw money at Bulgaria. Like at First, it was the ride-sharing company that got kicked out. Now, it's the scooter oh. rental companies. They throw money at the local market just to, to, to say that they have a thousand scooters here and they had a million rides in Bulgaria, That their evaluation back home in California goes up 10 million yeah. just by saying that. An extra city, 10 million more, right? Yeah. It doesn't add anything here, it makes our city ugly, uh, there's no corporate responsibility, there is no, you know, it, it gives no value to our economy, right? Nobody here actually gains from it. But if we invest in businesses, and scooters are just an example, I am not. I don't mean scooters, but if we look at local businesses, also in e-commerce, also in innovative food production, we have we can do smaller scale much more sustainable stuff and I think after the crisis to come back to your question what will happen we'll see more more of that kind of businesses and basically investment in the venture success in venture will not mean a couple of guys with laptops becoming very rich because they sort of startup up to the US which is what we've seen a couple of times and it's good as a start but What we'll see is sustainable you know companies with ideas with execution Creating two, three, four times the value that they got as an investment. And that's how everyone will win, mm-hmm. right? The companies, the investors, nobody will become a billionaire. Yeah. But a lot of people will become wealthy enough to do next the next thing. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what we want to do, go, right? Yeah. yeah, we want to take this butter and spread it thin, right? Not just yeah. to give a big chunk to someone like, you know, one of the Telerik founders. They're great guys, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah, like, no, no. It has to be more evenly spread.
2: So all the best with your funds. We'll Thank be- you. С на А1. Успехът идва с ясна цел. И с някой на когото разчиташ. Защото ти дават точните решения в новата реалност. Някой, който предвижда всичко, което ще ти потрябва. За да преодолееш предизвикателствата и прави твой успех посигурен дори в извънредни ситуации. Дигитални бизнес решения от а За идеи, които работят. С на Stay with us to hear Xavier Mercenac, the co-founder of the Bulgarian startup Nasikomo who wants to revolutionize the food industry. I want to hear your basic opinion on what happened with Nasekomoto, what happened with with the sector you work in or the business sector as a
1: whole. Okay. So, I mean, um, this year has been a very exciting and frustrating year both times. On the one hand, uh, exciting because we've uh, closed a nice capital round for million raise. We've signed a very strategic agreement with a French company called Remo in uh, and the uh, animal genetic selection part, which makes us one of the world leaders in this industry ar- already. Uh, but frustrating because uh, well, we've been delayed in uh, deploying the capital we had, uh, a delay in uh, machine deliveries, delays in administrative procedures, most of them obviously linked to uh, to Covid situation. Mm-hmm. In the industry, I would say the um, if I take the AgTech uh, in general, it's, <clears throat> it's continued to grow very fast and there are lots of uh, very interesting progress, we zoom on the alternative protein, where we are, uh, lots of things happening, uh, you know, the, the meatless meat, the uh, culture, the, uh, the forced burger, the plant-based uh, burgers, the, uh, the cell-based protein, that's definitely going forward in many, many innovations, a new funds and new investment, uh, specifically on the insect side, the industry continues to grow. Uh, we've seen recently, last week, one of our competitors, Insect, raising a huge uh, 300 million uh, equity around. We're quite proud to say that they're not much far than we are in terms of their own development mm-hmm. uh, and I think that we have more revenue than they do mm-hmm. but that's a funny thing that's uh, easy for you <laughs> yes yeah, for my for my future investors they will know about that but uh, definitely people as it's good news because uh, uh, there have been several uh, significant rounds the company in, uh, in France Next Protein another one in the uh, Netherlands products at another round of 50 million but that I means that the more people investing the more capacity is being built and the more uh, the product that we're producing will be adopted by customers. Mm-hmm. It's one of the risks we we're seeing that if there's not enough capacity, uh, the customers will go and select other alternative proteins instead of the, the insulin protein, mm-hmm. for example. That's not happening, so we're going to the right direction for that. The interesting thing that we're seeing as well is that there are more research being done about the uh, you know, the scientific results and uh, the application of all the products that mm-hmm. we, we also mentioned For example, the fertilizer. Until now, we are not really spending too much time on that, but now we are seeing that they have a huge impact on crops uh, with the fertilizer demonstrated by some of our competitors. And so now we are investing ourselves into a new production line for fertilizer. Mm -hmm. And we are also investing in research and collaborating with the university to make this uh, and to demonstrate the result of what we are doing.
2: Do you see a positive side of COVID? i mean for speeding up some investments or some developments that
1: i mean everybody knows that you know the uh, the, the joke is uh, who made you digital you see i COVID and i think that's pretty pretty true uh, from the organization point of view we've seen that you know we can work without an office because for mm-hmm. six months nobody was in the office On the other hand i think you know that's we don't you know, have the same creativity when you don't see people that often. And, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, now we, we do have uh, you know, one or two days a week in the office together, a few days ago, <laughs> uh, just to make sure that we, we continue uh, this, this, this teamwork. We've seen also uh, a pretty <clears throat> a stronger focus on... Uh, food security and uh, that's helping us because uh, people want things to be closer to to home and for example Europe is very dependent on soya imports uh, fish meal imports so building you know protein plant Mm -hmm. is uh, something interesting and uh, we are part of of this Uh, we want to be part of this yeah and in terms of you know people are continuing to invest and uh, specifically there was like a few months which are a bit difficult but since then we see for the valuation going up again and in many industries Uh, so people want things to go faster actually Mm -hmm. they're ready to put more money on the table for things to go faster Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. the positive thing so
2: what happens next for your company for the sector do you see the world returning somewhat to normal next year
1: well uh Mm. I think the world will take some time to to, to go back to normal from what you can read, it's two years from now. so we, we need to adapt, and uh, for we're adapting, for example, in our factory with different shifts. It's a pain, but we, we have to do it, and uh, we want to be resilient, so we're making everything uh, in the proper way for, for that. Uh, what happened next is we, <clears throat> we're continuing the growth of Nasekomo, and uh, we are looking to raise an additional uh, series, for mm-hmm. the first time series, actually, and we want to build uh, one, uh, one of the largest uh, you know, insect plants in, Bo- in uh, Bulgaria, one of the largest European plants. Uh, we're already in, in the top five or six in Europe. What we're doing, uh, we will be still be in top five, <laughs> one of the biggest, one of the biggest brands. But then we'll be much further than the, the followers, I would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> there is demand for our product. Uh, interesting uh, sector is the pet food industry. Uh, during the COVID, we've seen demand for high-quality pet food increasing and. This is uh, our customers who move, uh, we're saying premium product, and these guys, they come to us and say, can you produce more? So uh, that's a very positive thing, and uh, people are more concerned about the quality of food in general terms, mm, and mm. Uh, we've seen that as a, as a positive thing.
2: So all the best with your business and your family, and hopefully we'll have the chance to talk more in the next few months. Thank you,
1: Kostya. Okay, bye-bye.
2: If you like this podcast, you can follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Sound editing was done by Tihomir Kolev. I am your host, Ioan Zaprianov. Hear you soon.